Today on Transforming Lives. Today we want to teach on the first ingredient for, uh, of the recipe for success. And that is living a focused lifestyle. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 to 14. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all these, all things lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but the righteousness which is true faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained or am already perfect, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has Lay hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Jonas Sack, a scientist, that, the scientist that discovered the vaccine against polio, was once asked, how does this outstanding achievement cause you to view your previous 200 failures? He responded, I never had 200 failures in my life. I just made my 201 discovery. I could not have made it without learning from the previous 200 experiences. Mr. Silk graduated from New York University Medical School in 1939, the first person in his family to receive an education. He desired to make an impact on humanity. In 1947, he became the head of the various research lab at the University of Pittsburgh. In 1952, he and his team developed the vaccine for polio. In that same year, he, his wife, and their three sons were inoculated with the vaccine as a test. In 1955, he arranged to inoculate 4 million children. That year, there were about 29,000 cases of polio in the United States. The year after, the amount was cut in half. In 1957, there were only 5,900 cases reported. Today, Cases of polio in the United States are virtually non-existent. The proof of his focus was the fact that he did not patent the vaccine, making it possible to be used throughout the world. He was focused 
on helping humanity. Focus is the concentration of one's attention or, or energy on something. Last week, we began a series on the recipe for success. We told you that success is knowing your purpose in life, growing in your maximum potential, growing to your maximum potential, and sowing seeds that benefit others. We also told you that Jesus is calling us to join him in his work. Hence, the work of Jesus is to increase our ability to cooperate with God and minister to people. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. If you join Jesus in his work and commit your life to, to it, you will be successful. Today we want to teach on the first ingredient for, uh, of the recipe for success, and that is living a focused lifestyle. In our park passage, Paul was focused on gaining Christ and the righteousness which is of God by faith. He had a strong desire to know Christ and to accomplish what God had called him to do. He was committed to overcoming every obstacle. He wanted his work to be pleasing with God. Paul had a compelling purpose. Your purpose is what you were created to do. It is God-given. It is your God-given destiny. Without purpose, your life is not worth living. That is why the first thing that you must do in order to be successful is to live a focused lifestyle. Today, we want to share with you four principles on how to live a focused lifestyle. They are identifying your purpose, focusing on personal development, sharpening your skills, and cooperating with people. Let's look at each of these principles closely. Number one, identifying your purpose. Your purpose is God's original intent for your life. God's intention for your life. The Bible tells us that we were fearfully and wonderfully made. You were skillfully designed by God with a purpose in mind. Therefore, it is your responsibility to identify that purpose. Your purpose is hidden in God. Your understanding of God and his uh, uh, will for your life are, uh, are critical to living a focused lifestyle. God created us to live and to grow in communities and to contribute to the advancement of those communities. How do you identify your purpose? I suggest to identify your purpose, number one, you need to begin with the end in mind. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, verse 29, for whom God foreknew, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son, Jesus, that he, Jesus, might be the first born among many brethren. Ask yourself the question, what do you want people to say about you when your life is over? What image do you want people to see you with? How do you want to see yourself? What contribution 
Do you want to leave with humanity? How do you want to spend your life? The Bible tells us in Psalm chapter 37, verse 4, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. The second thing, way to identify your purpose is to ask God. God was the one who created us, and so it is very, very important for you to ask God concerning your purpose. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 to 14, God speaking, he said, For I know the thoughts that I have towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you shall call upon me and go and pray unto me, and I will listen to you. And you shall seek me and find me when you have searched for me with all your heart. And I will be fond of you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations wherewith I have sent you to the places that I have driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you to this place which I have caused you to be carried away from. You need to ask God concerning your purpose. You need to ask God concerning what has he made you to accomplish. Every one of us have been given a particular design to contribute to humanity. Ask God. Now you say, well, how do I ask God? I suggest that you can look at the, the, uh, a simple word from this particular passage. God said, you must pray to me. So, so the first way to ask God is to pray. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. Everyone who asks, they shall receive. Everyone who seeks, they shall find. Everyone who knocks, it shall be opened unto, unto you. If you ask God, if you go to God and you pray and ask him, God, what have you designed me to do? God will share your, your purpose with you. Second thing, in order for you to ask God, is to learn about God. Amen? God has put in his words principles and character traits God have designed in his word, his book, his love letter to us, his will to us. He has put specific things in there. We need to go to God and learn of God. The Bible tells us we should be diligent to present ourselves a proof unto God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, but to rightly divide the word of God. We need to be diligent uh, uh, students of God's word. Find out what are the promises that God has given us. Find out what God wants us to do. Find out what God wants us to, to have, or God wants to, us to live our lives. And we need to ask him. We need to learn about God. Titan, you need to act, act on what you have learned. You see, it is not sufficient for you to just pray to God or for you to just get to know about God without the desire or the willingness to do that which God wants you to do. Amen? So you need to act on the things of God. Jesus said it this way. He said, Therefore, whosoever hears this saying of mine and does them, I will like him to the wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain came and descended. The flood came. The wind blew and beat the house. But it did not fall because it was built on a rock. But a foolish man who hears the word 
and doesn't do anything with it, when the rain came and the flood came and the wind blew, the house fell. You see, when we decide to act on the word of God, we build our lives on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. And when we build our lives on the solid rock of Jesus Christ, we find purpose, we find a, a, a meaning, a, 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 a reason to live. And God can direct our lives in order to find our purpose. Say hallelujah. The, 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 the other thing is that uh, uh, um, not only should you pray, learn, act, but then you need to do it again. Amen. So you need to continue to pray, to learn, to act. Amen. You, you see, the, what I share with you is a, it's a plan. A plan is to act uh, and pray, to learn, to act, and you need to do it again. Say hallelujah. Amen. The third way that we can identify our purpose is to develop a personal mission statement. You see, you, when you decide on how you want to be known, or what you want people to say about you, or what you want to contribute to humanity, then you need to design that purpose. Amen? You need to design that mission statement, and it becomes a mission of your life. It becomes something that you are driven, and then you can focus on that mission of your life. So develop a personal mission statement. Now, your personal mission statement should be based on your character. Amen? Your mission statement should be based on what you want to be. It should be based on your contribution. Uh, 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 it should be based on uh, uh, what you want to contribute. What do you want to, 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 to leave for you, with humanity? What do you want to, to allow God or, or, or people to, 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 to say, yes, you are here. And we miss you. How do you want their lives to, uh, uh, um, to minister? Amen. Uh, 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 um, also, uh, um, your, 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 your personal mission statement needs to be based on your conviction. Amen. Your guiding principles. Those values that make you who you are. Those values that, that help your life. That, that, that develop your life, that, that make you the kind of person that you're supposed to be. Amen. Those, those values that, 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 that are not worth uh, 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 changing from, that, that becomes the driving force uh, of your life, your character, your integrity, those things that you cannot just compromise. That it, it should, your, your mission statement should be based on those, those things. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Amen. You see, it is very, very important for you to understand your mission statement. Uh, amen. To identify your purpose. We said to, uh, uh, identifying your purpose, you need to, to, to start with the any mind. You need to uh, 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 ask God. And you need to craft a personal mission statement. Second thing that you need to do in order to live a focused lifestyle is that you need to focus on personal development. Say hallelujah. Say personal development. You see, you are your greatest asset. You are your greatest asset. Only you can accomplish what God created you to accomplish. Only 
Only you can do that which God wants you to contribute to humanity. Only you, you were fearfully and wonderfully made. You are not a copycat. Only you can make the difference that God wants you to make in humanity. And you need to develop yourself personally. Amen? You need to, 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 to develop yourself and, and your de- personal development needs to center around your purpose. Once you have identified your purpose, then you need to develop yourself in such a way that you are focused, laser focused on your purpose. You see, in our society, we have people who are specialists. We have people who are genealogists. I mean, that means they, they know the jack of all trade, the master of none. But most of the time, people will pay top dollars to those who are specialists. Why? Because if you are a specialist, that means you are focused on things. And to live a focused lifestyle, you need to focus. Say hallelujah. Amen. Now, you need to ask yourself, what is in the center of my life? What it is that I want my life to be all about. Amen. That is your guiding principles. I mean, your security, your guidance, your wisdom, your power. Those things are supposed to flow out of the center of your life. Once you have those things, then you need to focus your life on them. What is security? Security represents your sense of worth, your identity, your emotional strength, your self-esteem. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are strong. Amen. God is our security. God is our strong tower. We can run to God. We can trust God. We can believe God. We can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is faithful and true. Say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Also your guidance. Amen. What guide your life? Guidance represents the source and, or, or direction of your life. Amen. It consists of your inner frame of reference. It governs your decision making. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. This passage is is very, very important because the Bible challenges us to trust God. Amen? To trust him. to, 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 To lean not on our own understanding. To not put our weight on our own decision and our own mind. But to trust God because God is able to guide and direct us. Amen? And then it says, in all your ways, acknowledge God. Now, what is acknowledgement? Acknowledgement means acting on the knowledge that you know of God. When you acknowledge God, you are acting based on what God has revealed unto you. Acknowledge him, and the Bible tells us, he will direct your path. Amen? Wisdom is that perspective of life, of your understanding, or how the various principles applied or relate to each other, how to apply the knowledge that you have received, how to apply things in life. It also consists of judgment. It also consists of discernment and comprehension. Psalm 110, I mean 111 verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning 
of wisdom. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. Power is your capacity to act. Your, your, your strength. Amen. Your, your potency to accomplish something great. Amen. You need to make sure that all of these things are, are flowing out of your life. Amen. Jesus said to his disciples, he said, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the eye. You see, Paul was laser focused on getting to know Christ. Amen. He was laser focused on knowing Jesus, knowing him, and, 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 and appreciating and learning and accomplishing those things that God wanted him to accomplish. As a result, he increased in his knowledge of God. Amen. He said, I want to know you. Amen. He increased in his knowledge. He learned to depend on the Holy Spirit. He learned to flow with the Holy Spirit. He allowed the Holy Spirit to lead and guide and direct his life. Amen. He learned to, to share the gospel with different kind of people. He said to, to the Corinthian church, he said, to the weak, I became weak. To the Jews, I became like the Jews. To the un, uh, Gentiles, I became like the Gentiles. I, I make myself compatible with everyone in order that I may win some. Amen. Paul was flexible in order to get the gospel down, out to people. Also, he trained people to help him. You see, Paul knew that he could not accomplish all that God wanted him to accomplish by himself. He knew that God needed to help him. Amen. That God needed to, to help. So he trained others to help him to accomplish all of these things. We need to do the same. If we will be focused on or live a focused lifestyle, we need to do the same. Like Paul, we need to develop ourselves, our personally, our, our personal development. We need to develop our character. We need to develop our skills that enhance our purpose. We need to see ourselves and, and deliver, develop ourselves spiritually, emotionally, uh, 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 and physically, intellectually. We need to make sure that we focus on our lives. Amen. It is very, very important. Amen. We are out of time right now and we, we have to stop here. We will continue next time. Please stay tuned for Pastor Liz and myself to, uh, uh, and I will be right back with a very important message for you. Amen. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, 
We are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Mm -hmm.